The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. Okay, guys, welcome to this episode. What we're going to be covering today is four things I wish I knew before I started selling design services. By the end of this episode, you're going to have four really powerful mental models and concepts that I wish I honestly had, you know, 12, 15 years ago when I started to build my own design business, but kept failing and failing over and over again. But before I go through all of this, if you're serious about growing a profitable design business, if you've got an existing design business where you're working way too hard for just $5,000 or $10,000 per month and you wanna learn how to grow and move towards your revenue goals or you're just getting started and you just wanna start on the right foot, feel free to have a look at the link to the resources in the description below, including the ability to book a 15 minute call with our team. So let's get stuck into the first lesson here and this is that everybody that you speak to has multiple options. So For many years, I was of the belief that when I would reach out to people and engage in conversation and get excited by the fact that they were willing to speak to me about how I could help them, I was under the illusion that they weren't shopping around and they weren't speaking to multiple people. So I can remember multiple times taking people through the sales process, getting super excited myself, believing that I was the only one that they were speaking to. And I remember it vividly on a project that I thought, These guys are so interested in me, they're just focusing on me. And we got to the end point and I dropped the project fee, I think it was $25,000 at the time. And they said, we've got three quotes that are actually under this $25,000 mark. The problem with this wasn't the fact that I'd charged what I'd charged because I felt like it was a reasonable amount based on the amount of work that I had to do in the project. The fact was that I hadn't justified how I was valuably differentiated from everybody else that they were speaking to. And this is what I want to really emphasize here, guys. If it is an absolute given that your prospects are speaking to other options as well, you need to be able to answer this question. And this is probably the most important question in business and marketing, no matter if you're a designer, no matter if you sell cookies or whatever it is, right? Why should I invest with you over all the other options I have including doing absolutely nothing, right? This is the question that all prospects need to hear the answer to. They might not ask this question, but throughout the sales process and the pitching of your value and your proposal and the way that you position your business, they need to hear the answer to it, okay? So let's break it down. First, why should I invest, okay? Everybody's looking for an investment, right? They want to spend money to make more money in return. So you need to communicate that you're an investment. Then how do you communicate that you're the best investment out of all the possible options? Okay. This is not just all the designers that you're potentially competing against, right? You have to communicate what it is in your offer and what you're providing them that they can't get elsewhere that's gonna provide them with valuable outcomes, okay? So you need to communicate how you're different to every other option on the table, not only just designers, but everything that they could potentially invest in, okay? So everybody that you speak to has multiple options. So they've got multiple options in regards to the designers that they could pick, but then they've got multiple options in regards to where they could just blatantly invest it. Do they hire another staff member? Do they invest in a bigger office block? Do they invest in warehousing? Do they invest in a marketing manager? Do they run ads? Do they improve their product? Do they spend money on better machines? 
all of these places where it is proven that they're gonna get a return on investment value, you're competing against any of these, including the option for them to do nothing. What I realized is one of the biggest things that you're competing against is the way that people are currently doing things. Why should they shift away from the way that their business or their lives operate? What is the drastic benefit that you can provide that they can't get without your offer? And it has to be achieved in a way that they can't get through anybody else. So that's the first thing is being super aware that everybody that you speak to has multiple options as to what they can do. The second thing I wish I knew when I started selling design services is that nobody understands half of what you're saying. So what do I mean by this? Well, I wanna emphasize here, the thing that I've learned is that people don't understand design. It's just a word and behind that word, most people just think that you're an artist that applies it to a business standpoint or art towards a house if you're an interior designer or an architect. What I wanna get at here guys is we've spent a long time learning the art of design and the process of design and the language of design. It's a language just like Mandarin is or Cantonese or Filipino or Spanish. It is an acquired language where you understand the subtle nuances of the words and the meaning of those words, just like any other foreign language. And the problem that a lot of designers have, and I had this problem myself, is that you just assume that people know what your value is, you assume that people know what product design or industrial design is all about, and you just rely on those industry buzzwords to communicate your value. The real problem is, is that anybody that wants to hire a designer is hiring a designer because they don't understand the language. So it is really important for you to drastically change all of your communication messaging on your website, the way that you explain who you are and what it is that you do, the wording throughout the sales process, the wording through the proposal process. Because the more times you use industry buzzword, I've found through my own experience and helping my students as well, the more design buzzwords the far less likely it is for you to communicate your value. So the simplest hack I've got for this is for you to very simply just try to explain what it is that you do for your clients without using any industry buzzwords, okay? This is a very hard task, but the minute that you can communicate what it is that you do so that a five-year-old understands it or a caveman, think of a caveman from like a million years ago, the minute that a five-year-old or a cave person can understand it, then you've broken your value down into a format that the whole market can understand. For years and years and years, I was reaching out in my side hustle trying to generate traction and the vast majority of the reason that I wasn't getting a response is because I'm a product designer who designs you know, consumer goods like this. And the term industrial designer is not something that many people understand. So I was reaching out to people saying, hey, I'm an industrial designer and they're thinking, does this guy design factories, right? If you're a branding designer, a product designer, a web designer, you too have an extent of this people not understanding your true value. So figure out how to explain it in a way that your market understands as if they're a five-year-old or a caveman. So in my situation, instead of explaining I'm an industrial designer, I explain that I'm a product commercialization consultant, okay? So that's so much easier to understand. He is a consultant, his expertise lies in helping people commercialize products. Everybody knows what commercialization means. It means getting something to market. So getting a product to market, he's an expert in that. Very easy for everybody to understand. Industrial designer, nowhere near as easy to understand. So that's the second thing. The third thing 
And this is a big realization that I had, and it's based on the fact that everybody that I've experienced has run into the same problem. This is that you will never grow selling services. What I wanna emphasize here, guys, is selling time is fundamentally flawed unless you wanna make what you could in a nine to five job. Let me explain this. If you are charging $50 per hour for your design services and you get to the point that you have 45 hours worth of work every single week for the whole year, the only way that you can grow is by bringing someone else on and then selling their ability to sell time too. Instead of having 45 hours capacity, you've now got 90 hours per week capacity, which means that you can obviously double the business. But here's the kicker that person requires their own hourly rate to pay them to do that job. So if you're charging $50 per hour yourself and then you're billing this other person out at $50 per hour, it is very likely that they are billing you as a contractor or a staff member at $35 to $40 per hour themselves, which means that you're only making an additional $10 per hour for doubling your capacity. And what happens with most design agencies is that the way that they grow is by just horizontally stacking staff. But the problem with this is that they're only marginally increasing their profit margins whilst taking on far, far more risk. And this is okay if you're able to continually generate the demand that allows each of those members of your staff to be continually working and delivering value to the client because you're getting the most out of them, you're paying for their time in your business. But this is far from the case for most design business owners because they're not consistently marketing, which means there's gonna be ebbs and flows in their business, which means eventually they run into a moment where they're not generating enough demand for their services to fulfill all of the salaries in the business. And this ebb and flow of opportunity and demand for the business's services leads to the company being exposed and then running at an operational loss because their margins are so thin and they're still gonna pay everybody that is regularly being paid. So the selling design services model is literally economically flawed the minute that you make more than you could in a nine to five job because every step that you take beyond that point to hire somebody else or to increase your capacity to supply demand is capped because you're stuck in the selling time model. There's not big enough margins to make it worthwhile. And every additional person that you bring on eventually becomes a risk the minute that you run into that downturn or that lack of lead flow coming through the pipeline. So that's the third thing. And the fourth thing is really how to deal with that third thing. The problem with the fact that you're not gonna grow selling design services. And this is probably the most important thing that I wish I'd learned, you know, 12 years ago when I first started, you know, side hustling and trying to drum up my own clients. And that is that you need to move towards the consulting model as quick as you humanly can. So what is the consulting model? This is just the model of you getting paid far, far more for your expertise than how long it takes you to do things. So this is how I want you to think about it. For many years, I was just trying to sell design services and therefore billing based on my time. Now what I do instead is I charge based on the value of the transformation because I help as a consultant in offering advice to help somebody who's got an idea for a product not just design that product and you know give them pretty drawings and the 3D files to go produce it, but I help hold their hand through production, I help hold their hand through shipping and logistics, and I help hold their hand to go get it commercialized and get it into big retail. Okay, now what I can do is I can charge based on the value of the transformation because I position myself as a consultant that helps with that transformation. 
90% of the value that I provide is still the design services and my time delivering the design. But the additional 10% where I'm helping as a consultant with the transformation allows me to charge based on the value of the total transformation and the total result that we move towards. This is what allows me to disconnect between how long I work on the project and what I get paid. And the cool thing about this is that your profit margins, the gap between what it costs you to deliver something and what you can charge is far, far greater than it can be if you're selling just your services and time. Because most of the time designers are just charging for how long it takes them to do stuff and they're adding 10 or 20%. But like I explained, this is gonna be economically impossible for you to scale the minute that you bring on somebody else because you're taking on huge risk to make just a little bit more money. And the cool thing about moving to this transformational consultant model is it does a couple of really powerful things. First, it gets you to communicate your value in a way that the market understands. So like we said before, most people don't understand half of what you're talking about because you're talking about being a designer. Whereas if you position yourself as a transformational consultant, then people can understand that you're helping people go from here to here and you're a consultant that helps them with the journey where you know design's the major component. They can understand that, they can get it. It means your website, your market, content your sales process is going to make way more sense for people the next thing that's really powerful is that it communicates how you're different to other designers so yes design becomes a major component of what it is that you're doing but because you're helping them with the steps before design and potentially after by offering advice connecting them with resources showing them how to do additional things people can see how you're justifiably and valuably differentiated from every other designer that's out there and third, now that you're taking on more responsibility for the whole transformation your client's trying to make, you're increasing the gap between how long it takes you and what it is that you're getting paid. You have far better economics, which allows you to go hire people knowing that you've got the margins to do so and knowing that you're making way more money from that next hire. And the cool thing is you're building you know, a profit surplus that allows you, if you do go through downtimes, to deal with that. You're able to build greater levels of cash and the greater the levels of cash, the more security that you have to go through the tough times. The other thing about the greater levels of cash is that you can more aggressively market and build the demand for your services so that there's people continually knocking on the door. So these are the four things I wish I knew a long time ago about selling design services, guys. If I knew these things, you know, 12, 15 years ago, I reckon it would have only taken me three or four years to get to a million dollar design business instead of the like eight years that it did take. That's it for this episode, guys. Hopefully you got a bit of value out of that. If you're serious about growing a profitable design business, if you've got an existing business or you're just getting started, feel free to have a look at the resources in the link in the description below but if you never book a call or you never spend a dollar with us that's completely fine because what this show is all about is just arming designers with a smarter level of business sales marketing and entrepreneurial fundamentals to become more profitable from what they're passionate about doing which is delivering design to the market so that's it for today guys and i'll see you in the next one